0: Good morning, guys. Monday, May 4th. Where does the time go? Um, I'm back with a podcast answering six questions this morning, um, counting down until my birthday. 5-15-15. Exciting. Um, as always, mytaughty.com is going to have everything. We got the new uh, over here being excellent colorway for the mugs up. The journals are still on sale. Uh, I think They're going to be great for graduation gifts. So if you know someone that's graduating, uh, totally great gift for that. Also, um, I started a Facebook page for my Taught You uh, that I hope we can start to discuss either some of the books. I'm going to start sharing some of my books over there. I'm going to start sharing um, these podcasts so that we can have further discussions. Uh, I know that I don't even have to say this is such a cool group, so I know that it's going to be great conversation um without further ado i'm going to get into these questions number one is there a such thing as too old to intern i left my job because i was unhappy i'm looking into a growing field i have interest in and i think i may need some more experience to thrive as a freelancer i'll be 27 soon is doing an unpaid internship in this stage of my life crazy Absolutely not. First of all, you're 26 years old. There are some people who have been in college all of that time and just now getting their undergrad. There is no uh, their undergraduate degree. There's no such thing as too old to intern. If you were unhappy at your job, you were probably like a lot of people who at 18 had to decide what they wanted to do for the rest of their life, either go to college or take a job. And as you start to mature and grow up, realize that that's just not for you. And the only way to sort of transition into another career is to learn about or transition into another industry is to learn about that industry. And so there's absolutely nothing wrong with going into an unpaid internship. Um, A lot of times it's the best way to learn by offering your services and then figuring out all of the things that you're going to need to do to freelance. And so I'm going to share one of my favorite books of all time, um, for freelancing and kind of transitioning from the nine to five cubicle job on the Facebook uh, group page today. So I hope that you check that out. No, you are not crazy. It sounds like you're right on track. If you want to get an internship, if you can't get an internship, you're 26 years old. I say, go for it. Go for it. Go for it. 26, 36, 46. Go for it. Number two. Hi, my league. I am 23 and will be graduating with my master's this August. Congratulations. How exciting. To celebrate, I would love to travel somewhere. However, getting that planning process started has been difficult financially. Do you have any advice about saving, preparing for travel? I do. Um, I love doing automatic savings accounts. And so what you may have to do to celebrate is you may have to do something fun and local. And maybe this is a good idea. Maybe have everyone that you invite to whatever your celebration is, you know, sort of start. There are different kinds of things that you can do that say, I only want money toward my travel. So I know that uh, some couples, when they get ready to honeymoon, uh, they get married and they want people to contribute to this honeymoon fund. I'm pretty sure there's something that you can set up that's similar to like this honeymoon fund that would go towards your tra- your graduation travel. So that's one idea. Another idea is to do a, um automatic savings on, I don't know how if you have any income coming in since you're still in school, probably not working, but if you are, automatic savings is a great way you know $20 every other day or $50 a week to start to save up and then what you do is decide where you want to go pick three places pick the timing different places are going to be have different expenses based on the timing Um and then figure out what you want to do from there I also say you should look at sites like um Travel Noir I love Zim over there Travel and leisure, which I use a lot go on Pinterest type in all of this stuff on Pinterest. They have great ideas um, But you may have to road trip it at first You may just have to get a little creative you probably don't have to get a lot creative um, about traveling somewhere, but I think that if you are having a Celebration for your graduation that I would ask that everyone just contribute to your travel fund and uh, take it from there number three this is a CurlBox question, which I get a lot of to my Ask FM. So I decided that I would answer it here. I was on CurlBox at 2:58 yesterday and was so pumped and ready to start my membership, but I kept getting a server not found message, and it finally did try to purchase. You were uh, sold out, and this was at 3:17. I was utilizing a desktop and my st- cell still no bueno. Please assist, and it says I have known about CurlBox, and then it cuts off because that's all it's going to let you say. So I'm going to give away a tip that I don't think I've ever given away before, but it is on the internet if you search for it. And, um, if the list opens at three, I suggest you get on before two fifty-eight. So two fifty-eight is too late. Um, the list opens at three and we have to open it up a little bit before three. So anywhere from five to 10 minutes before three, in the event that we have any glitches or problems, um, we have time to fix it. So the list has to open a little bit before three. So you were a little bit late, believe it or not. I know it says three o'clock, but you know how they say the early bird gets the worm. Something else that I've heard that people do to ensure that they get memberships is that they go in and fill out all of their customer information before three o'clock. They do it and they save it days before or the morning before or just 30 minutes before so that as soon as the list opens, all they're doing is click purchase. So where you're going on and you're getting... The servers are unavailable. They've already, they're have already they already on, already typing their information and already making it happen. So I hope that that helps you um, get it. And I'm pretty sure that will because that's the tip that I heard that girls are doing around the Internet. All right. Number four. Uh, hi, my league. Hello. I recently made a mistake at work. I work quickly to resolve the issue and apologize to my manager for the mess up, but I'm having a hard time moving on. What's your advice for getting past a mistake? I really like this question because I have a lot of younger uh, employees working for me and they have this crazy thing about making mistakes. They melt down about making mistakes. My assistant, every time she would make a mistake, she would spiral. She would go into this spiral of even more mistakes. And I had to tell her that like you're likely going to get let go from your job for doing nothing, not for messing up. Messing up means that you're doing stuff. And so when you're doing stuff, you're going to make some mistakes every now and then. And you're never going to stop making mistakes today at 35 years old and having, having had work for nearly 20 years, I still make mistakes. So I think that you just, as long as you acknowledge what you did wrong, you made the apology, you quickly resolve the issue. um, you're fine. You are told there's nothing else that you need to do. You are totally fine. It's just, you want to work hard not to make the mistake again. And then you want to just uh, give yourself permission to be human. You know, you're going to make mistakes. You are not a perfect human being. So when you make the mistakes, you quickly acknowledge them. May, people who try to cover up mistakes, people who lie about mistakes. These are the people that we are concerned and worried about. But somebody who can have, it's very mature of you and very adult of you to do what you did, and so I think that you need to be done with this mistake, be done with it, move on, and look forward to your next mistake, because you're going to make it, and just do the same thing again, and then they get easier and easier, and you realize, hey, you know what, I'm human, I may have accidentally dropped the ball on this, I may have sent this to the wrong person, I may have um, mismanaged my time, I may have misspoken, I still do it, trust me, don't worry about it, Alrighty. Number five. Hello, my league. I would like your advice, uh, maintaining a friendship with a close friend of several years. She says about 10 years whom your family does not seem to get good vibes on due to negative experiences. It's a heavy burden that seems to weigh on me often, despite multiple convos with this friend and family. Um, I didn't even, this is one that I just didn't read. And I just said, you know what, I'm going to copy and paste and put it down here. And so this is interesting. Um, uh, If you, uh, this is going to be tough because I don't know what the negative experiences are. You know, it's like there are a host of different things that your family can decide, oh, we don't like this friend because if they did something to them, if they have, um, if they've done something to you, uh, if they just are overall a bad influence and your family feels like you being around this person is going to have a negative influence on your life, um, I don't know. And so I think I probably need some more information to give you some advice. Um, if you want to maintain this friendship, it's it's important to you. Uh, sometimes you may have to separate some things from your family. You know, as you grow up, uh, I don't know that your family has to be privy to every single friendship that you have. Uh, unless it's having, I said, an effect on you. And so I'm going to tell you good family members, are going to uh, constantly bring things to your attention, and they should if they don't feel like something or someone is good for you. So I would need some more information on that one. Um, not getting good vibes, meaning they just don't like the person. I mean, that's, not, that's just too bad, kind of. Uh, but if the person has actually done something, then I think we could talk about that. But just like, oh, they don't get good vibes. Like, okay, oh, well, maybe this person just has a different personality. You know, N- no big deal. Last question, Uh, and this is going to be a short podcast. Last year was pretty intense for me. I've been going really hard building my business, but now I'm in a slump. How do you overcome burnout when you're not financially able to take a vacation? Um, You know what? That was the story of my life for a long time. I was not able to take vacations for a long time. Um, Some things that I like to do, one of my favorite things to do is get a massage. So if you can get a nice massage... That's always good if you can up the ante and go to a really nice spa in a hotel like the Mandarin or the Ritz or the Four Seasons. I love the Four Seasons. The Four Seasons is usually my go to place for a stress relieving, you know, get the green tea, go to the steam room, get the massage. They do really good work over there um, to kind of just get over my hump. Uh, I also, if that's too expensive, I sometimes like to just go, uh, do some recreational things, go to a museum, go sit at a bar and have a nice glass of wine and an appetizer, um, some sort of new experience to kind of get my mind off things to try to just get me to refresh and restart. Um, and if you have some money, but you can't really go too far, a staycation is where it's at. Um, I've done staycations. All the time I actually just did a little mini staycation Friday night, ended up staying at the W hotel, went out to dinner, we went out to dinner with drinks with friends, dinner with friends, and then just ended up staying at the W. I was able to uh, go online at hotels.com and the girl of the W said that the rooms were going for two seventy nine that night, but when I looked on hotels.com they were one sixteen. So you know what I did. So just it's nice to just, you know, be able to spend the night somewhere else, wake up and not have to make the bed or worry about making a mess and just leave, order breakfast in. Um, those are all some really cool things that you can do. And I know, uh, Kim who works with me, she uses, um, there's that one site that you can like bid on stuff. I forget the name of it, but she's gotten rooms around town for staycations herself for like 79 bucks. Um, there are different things that I think that you can do, uh, to, to kind of get out of the slump without having to break the bank on a vacation. So try some of those staycations. You can even try to do something at home. I love getting some really nice candles, setting up a lush bubble bath, having your wine, um lots of different things that you can do. Have a movie day. Like I remember maybe 3 or 4 Christmases ago, I didn't go home and I stayed. I made tacos. I love tacos. My favorite thing, tacos, and I had some rosé champagne. And I watched like four movies, and I never watch movies, and rarely. So to watch like four movies in a day um, was the ultimate reset. So I hope that all helps you. Uh, Like I said, you can ask the questions on mytaughtyou.com, and I hope everybody has a great week.